Kendra Crump is an Atlanta-based comedian whose comedy style borders on the risque, I would say. And in this interview, I chat with her about her comedy style, her journey into accomplishing her comedy career, and she shares some advice for folks that are looking to get into the comedy industry. Enjoy. Hey there, so sorry. I'm on no. girl time. I had to go you know, take a, I, I didn't want to say like in through uh messaging, hey, I gotta I gotta go take a dump. And then I, I gotta, you know, drink water. I just said let me let me be a little bit more ladylike and say, hey, I gotta use the restroom. And I did have to actually scoop my cats litter and they took a dump. So I you know, take it out and There's what's a lot going of, on? A lot of shit going on today. <laughs> How you feeling today? Well, I'm I'm feeling good, but it's like, you know, COVID and like one of the like I I went through your Instagram. I love your your PSAs that you do. Oh, yes. But I'm like, how do you how since COVID, how have you kept like your humor? Because it's like it's very hard to stay motivated during COVID. And so I'm like, how do you stay funny? Like, how did how did how do you do that? (laughs) Um, well, while I had no voice, I was sitting here making fun of everything. I was like, kind of concerned. I'm like, cause you know what I mean? I guess once a year this happens, you know, I don't, that's why I got to get away from Atlanta. You know, I've been here my, since I was zero and I'm going to, while I was out, you know, had COVID, I discovered Canary Islands. So I went on YouTube university and see like what the water actually looks like. And it's a crystal like clear blue. And I said, okay, I'm going to move to Miami and Canary Islands because in my mind, I feel like you don't get sick in the summertime unless you're ha- like, you take a shower, you step out the shower and it's like 65 degrees in your house house now you got a head cold right and so I was thinking to myself oh my goodness what if I lose my talent but then I realized Kendra you're forever funny so you ain't gonna go nowhere but when my voice was gone I was sitting here making fun of everything I went on YouTube and I found some like free videos and I was like oh this is great and then I was just like like just it was just there it was still there I was just me and my cat you know we 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 shot some dice with each other and then she told me what to say (laughs) um it was great yeah I mean, I'm like Dr. Doolittle you know it's great around here I be talking that's why I, and I was at work today and I said I want to go to where the polar bears are and I want them like to lay on me for warm you know I don't know how that's gonna happen though without them like killing me and yeah me. It's, yeah. it's possible right like you know like Noah and the ark like what if like God gives me that same like thing you know without feel, being blasphemous I feel like animals were were not as vicious in biblical times possibly of course I don't they were. know of course they weren't you know once the world as i think every day the animals just got worse that's why my cat flies at me and she beats me up you know she uppercut me one day you know and um it hurt she's evil man like she will meow in the middle of the night so she can play it'll be six o'clock in the morning she wants to play so yeah there's no you never know what mood they're in you never know what's wrong with them um yeah but i will tell you this one day I want to have a swivel chair. And when somebody knocks on my door, I want to turn around and be like, hey, my cat. And be like, I've been expecting you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, so, it, depending on how you deliver that, it would be, it would be so funny or so scary. Yeah, no, I gotta have somebody record me. Like, and then one time I saw this video where uh, you know Lil Wayne has a song. It's called um, I don't know what's called, um, but the lyrics like "Pussy on my face." I even you know whatever. But I saw this video where there was a cat, and when like the line came, 
mean, like literally the cat was on a person's face. Oh that would have worked perfectly when Tony was two months old. I cannot do that now. Oh, so I can't. How big I can't is your cat? That. How big is your she's, cat? She's like, she's like 15 inches long. Okay. Or 20. She's like 15 to 20 oh, inches so, long, man. Wow. That's a big old cat. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's oh, wow. a bit. That's a, but you know, I wish I could be a cat because they be like, they flat, they have no spines. They can lick their own crotch. Like, <laughs> you know, you know how cool that would be? I wouldn't be no man for nothing. My my issue is I come across people like, oh yeah, this head gonna have you coming. Oh yeah, you're gonna be you gonna be screaming my name. Anybody newsflash, when when are when are adults gonna like realize that like that is the biggest cap of of of, of their entire century? If you brag about it. You're not good. Let, let's keep it all the way real. Right? Why do you think people have to brag? Why, <laughs> why do you think, first of all, who do you think does this more? Is, who do you think brags more about being good at sex? Well, I don't have a lot of female um, friends. Uh, women don't really last with me. Um, so I will say men. I hear men a lot, you know, um, bragging more in my, I think, in my opinion. Why, like, why do you feel like they brag, have to because brag about it? Because they're trying to do reverse psychology and they're trying <laughs> to get me and that doesn't work. I let them know. I'm like, brother, I'm going to let you know you're going to be very bad. I can already feel it. But if you, if you want to, I'm just going to lay here like a starfish, but I'm going to, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be playing Candy Crush throwback. Anybody still play that? I'm going to be playing Candy Crush while you're down there. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to have a whole conversation with you. I'm actually going to complete my sentences because you're just so bad. <laughs> okay, this is, a, this is a question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. So you, t- you talk very openly about sex in your, in your comedy acts. And I was curious as to, like, what's been your experience with audiences reacting to that? Like, do they, do, are they typically put off by it or, or are they kind of welcoming of it? Oh, definitely welcoming. Um, I think the only people who are put off by are my mother and other church going elders as per usual. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. You know, so other than that, that that's it. You know, that's, that, that's, that's really about it with that. But I mean, I think it's natural. I try to like switch it up. You know, when I do my little PSAs, I try to like hit the, you know, hit the comedy spectrum with talking about everything. You know, but when it comes to my stand-up, I think that the, and that's why I probably didn't go perform. I need to go perform with um at the white comedy shows because I because at the black comedy shows, the ones I've been to was well, only been one. You know, because I'm I'm not traveling unless people are, char- are paying me to travel across town. I'm not gonna you know I'll just stick to one. But the one black comedy club that I was performing at. If you're not talking about sex, you know they don't really care to hear, especially as a woman. They don't okay. care to hear that. But like I when I did a comedy show uh, with some white people via Zoom and I didn't mention sex at all, I was just hitting like little key points. I'll give you a prime example. I said, um, if if I allow you to borrow $20 from me and oh wait, if, if you borrow $20 from me, you better not pay me back on Cash App. I did not give you 1968. White folks love the joke. <laughs> then I then I then I have said, do you guys ever realize that that don't it was another joke about I can't, I can't remember what it was. It was like another joke about like cash, but then like they they had they had loved that joke as well. So when I had didn't talk about sex, they were just like busting out laughing, right? But like I said, at the black clubs, 
It's like, you got to talk about it. But I, okay, this is what I said next. I said, I actually had um somebody, they were hitting me up. They were like, man, Kendra, you doing so well. Your hair is growing longer. You know, I, I see you out there doing that, that comedy club and, and everything. And could I put like, borrow $20 so I could put it on the light bill? And like, what's $20 going to do on the light bill? Like, you know, I'm at the point in my life now where if you need to borrow some money from me, you got to, you know, um, lick it out of me. You know, you got to change my life one lick at a time. <laughs> So, like I said, I can, I can, it's, it's, uh, it's so many other jokes out there that I can do without talking about sex, but I noticed like at the black club, when it came with women, they, they don't give us the same respect that they'll do to men. Men don't even have to talk about sex. They just don't laugh, period. I'm like, brother, wow, the sexism is real, isn't it? So, I mean, have, have you, have you dealt with sexism in, in pursuing your comedy career a lot, or has it just been only at a few places like you know just only at when i do stand up but like when it comes like with my psa's everybody laughs at that you know Mm. Mm. everybody laughs at my psa's and stuff like that yeah i just i just know that i'm like but it makes me wonder why is that that you know (laughs) people laugh so hard at sex but nobody cares to laugh at a racism joke you know Mm. hard like that i just wonder that I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's something you 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 continue exploring. I don't know. <laughs> Man, look, you got an eight fifty credit score. I'm coming to you with all the questions. Where I'm where not, is I'm Tupac? Not, I'm not. You know, I I wish I I wish I knew. <laughs> um, and then okay, that was another question I had. Um, what what inspires your comedy style? Um, situational, real life um it's never a dull moment in my life at all mm. you know I, I it's I can I that's why on my podcast the Kendra Crumb show and you're more than welcome to join at any time and then once this finishes recording we're gonna I'm gonna put you on the schedule you're gonna have fun on it um I I, I always I started that podcast because I got a lot to say and I want y'all like welcome into my world so y'all can know what I have to go through and and what I go you know like the mess that just keeps going on and everything else like that and never a dull moment like i'm i'm a, you know it's it's my i'm gonna talk about at some point i can just give you all a preview i had three different guys try to holler at me right and i just i'm at the point now i just if, if you trying to holler at me your game isn't that bad i'll i'll accept you because in my mind i feel like you like either a a drug dealer or b you got money because sometimes people who ugly they got money sometimes mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of ugly, broke people. And I'm like, bro, y'all got to pick a struggle, man. You can't. And then they, some of them be overweight. I'm like, bro, you look like a box Chevy and gargoyle and you broke. What is this? Like, you you look at me, look at you. I'm out your league and you know it. So, you know, I had like, like I had one dude. Oh, and like, I, had, I have an issue with people. T- tell me if you feel like this is just unprofessional or not. You ever, um, at any point, have you ever uh, rode tr- public transportation? Like it could have been like you parked your car at a, a place and then you had to ride a train one stop over or maybe a shuttle or so. Like, I, sometimes when I'm at the public transportation where I got, you know, ride at the train stop one stop over or so, I get hollered at by the train conductor mm-hmm. or the shuttle bus driver. So unprofessional in my opinion, right? And and so I had the one. One of them was a shuttle bus driver from the other day. 
he he okay he so 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 he 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 tried hollering at me again i'm like okay maybe maybe he's secretly a drug dealer he just has to have this you know because his po told him to get a real job or go back to jail <laughs> and so he um the, we had a, on day two of our conversation i mentioned something like you know hey i would like this uh this dress you know it's not no like really risque dress it's a cute little dress now i'm trying to buy stuff for myself let me one of my hoes buy it for me right and he's like okay cool cool cool. i can do that for you he's like okay but look send me a picture though what am i sending you a picture for brother oh, i need to know what you look like outside your work clothes brother this is the second time you done seen me why don't you be a real man and actually plan an event you're a nice ugly guy you know you should know what to do okay know your role play your part sir right he's like okay well if i buy you some when you gonna buy me something scared you know what i'm not talking to you ever again you, I'm not, I'm not, to, oh, I know how to cook. Why are you telling me this? Thank you for knowing how to do an adult this, activity. This was all like while you were getting on the bus? Or? No, this, this is, this is like, a, like, like afterwards. Okay. Okay. Afterwards. It's like a, a day later. Okay. Know? A few days after that, I had, I had, a, I had a, um, a, a person, a TSA person try to holler at me and he said, Hey, put my number in your phone. I'm like, and it's so crazy, right? I had a, I had a monologue in the shower about a man doing that. And I was going back and forth with them. Right. And it, it, it manifested 12 hours later. And I had, and, and it was me and this other girl, we were a random stranger where me and him were her. We were both looking at each other. I'm like, really? I said, wow, put my number in your phone. I said, sir, why, why you're too old. Like, you know, better. Why should I put my number in your phone? Okay. Well, well let me have your number too late. I said, I said, I said, how old are you, brother? He's like, I'm 40. I'm like, yeah, let me tell you something. You're 10 years older than me because you're you're like 15 years older than me, actually. Um, I look at you like a sugar daddy, okay? That's the only thing I'm looking at. I said, you got any money? He's like, oh, I got to have money to talk to you? I said, yeah. Every woman's a gold digger. Would you rather cry in Detroit or Dubai? Let's keep it real, okay? Come on. You And I, I was going to let him know. I'm like, bro, TSA, I checked. They only make $19 an hour. You know how much that is a year? I think it's like $36. You're making less than teachers, okay? You have no real money, so I was going to let them know that. But, I mean, they get one, a, a once-a-year bonus, a $1,200 bonus. That's it. Shout out to all the TSA agents out there. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say, but me and, me and the, after he left, me because I was going to give him Mike Jones' phone number, but I'm like, I'm not going, I'm, just, I'm not doing that no more. Um, Me and the girl, we just started laughing. It's like, I was about to let him know that you ain't got no money either. Like, she was my whole wingman. I ain't never gonna see this girl ever again, probably. But like, she was my whole that you know, like that that was my that was like Heidi, my place. This is the white version, you know. She's like a wigger, you know, in a way. She was a classy wigger. She had, she had her Louis Vuitton, big old big ass duffel bag on, you know. Shout out to wiggers. Yes, don't you love them? <laughs> Some of them. Okay, uh. that's right. Yeah, not not. Hey, shout out to all the white folks out there, white mamas who don't know how to uh, do black hair. Mm. Oh, so sad. Mm. It is, and then they'll be upset when you talk about their children. Shout out to all the white folks who's like, "I'm not, I'm not racist. I got a black friend." And you see the black friend's emo. What advice would you give to people who are trying to break into the comedy world? What advice would you give them on like staying motivated and staying true to their style? Um, I would definitely say just do it like Nike um that that's all you can do you're not gonna make everybody laugh and it's okay listen Jordan didn't make all his shots and that's how you gotta look at that and so 
if you have more negative than positive, if you have more positive than negative, you're on, you're on the right path. And um, start with a small crowd first and then work your way up to a larger crowd. And don't be discouraged when they don't laugh. Just keep, that's what I do. I don't get discouraged. I just keep on talking. Somebody's laughing. And if, if it doesn't pay the bills, I would just stop. That's why I stopped because I was doing free five minutes. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm tired of performing in the for, in front of the same crowd. Can I get a new crowd? Can I, can I get some real, a talent agency out here? Like, Hey, you were so fabulous. Here's $10,000. Where, yeah. Where do you see your comedy going? Like, where do you want it to go? Netflix special. Mm. Um, I want, I want to be able to, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I think, I think that's really a Netflix special. I have my own radio and television show, of course. Those are only two things for now. Yeah. Maybe some movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. No, I, I definitely, no, a Netflix special for sure. Netflix is, mm-hmm. yeah, where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> you can say, hey, I know her personally. Well, virtually. <laughs> that too. <laughs> why, why, when, like, why have you been on so many podcasts? Like, is, is that, are you just trying to just spread your, yeah. I'm trying just, to yeah. get my name out there. And yeah. I thought at some point I would have made it, but God says, I'm not through with you yet, apparently. And I'm yeah. like, God, I'm tired. Make but you know work. what when you're going after your dream you have yeah. seasons, you have seasons in your life where you're doing either really good or really bad mm-hmm. and mm. i you have to learn and that's something i want to say to everybody else like out there you gotta you gotta you gotta learn it's you're gonna have to be okay with being let down disappointed not making it you know it's going it had stuff like that happens and and you have to just say it's okay it's a part of the plan the life plan it's but hard I, though it's yeah. hard like you know especially when you really have a dream yeah and you're really trying to make it happen and then people don't come through like you want them to i remember yeah. one time because i'm such a uh, of a people person and whatnot i remember one time i came across a woman never knew who she was i just know she has like 50k following on ig and I just hyped her up. And then she says, you know, I told her, I said, once she left, before she left, I said, I want you to remember my name and remember my face because one day I'm going to have my radio and television show. And she said to me, she's like, I have my TV show. I'm like, no, you don't. And she's like, I do. I actually have a real TV show. I'm like, so I was thinking it was like at a place where you got to do a secret knock, you know, one of those, you know, blacked out places. And so she's like, I'm going to, she says, I'm going to get you on this week ASAP. This week went, came and went. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, God, I want that prayer back. I sent, I gave her a prayer and I'm like, I want it back. Cause that was a waste. That was a bull crap. But then I said, Kendra, don't worry. It's okay. You know, it is what it is. Cause like I said, I tried, I tried to hit her up, called her. And I think it was all for play play. Like, like big boy said in ATL, not for play play, you know? So I thought it was all for play play. <laughs> But it's okay. Again, this is that's what happens. I got so excited. I'm like, this is great. You know, yeah. I done came across people. And let me say this as well. I you have to know your worth as well, right? There are people out there who will try to get you on their platform, like where you gotta be in studio. That's fine. Why are you gonna compensate me? Can I get more? You know what it reminds me, man? It, 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 
only like only black folks will sit here and like they, they will sit here and and work you to the bone and want to try to pay you in chicken I my body hurts right they will have you drive all the way out to where you at like you know when it comes to like helping them with their with with the platform or like hey come out here to my state I need you you won't have to kind of go broke coming out here but like you can get your 15 minutes of fame type of thing oh we'll just pay you in some weed and some alcohol and some tap water and everything else like that not actually really compensate you yeah and I and I'm telling you guys I used to do that I, I was going broke trying to get myself out there but then I had a another podcaster and she told me she says you need to start it was two people one of them was not a podcaster the other one was and I um and I remember I asked like God you know for a sign on like what what I should do with this whole podcasting career but you know how when you ask God for a sign and he gives you one but you want to sign your sign (laughs) <laughs> and so <laughs> and so god gave me a sign of your sign there was the second person and she told me a podcaster her name is marissa marissa has said to me she's like kendra you're young and people are going to try to take advantage of you mm-hmm. you need to stop wasting your time and energy on people who are not going to value your worth if they are asking you to come out to them they need to pay you in gas they need to pay you um, regularly pay you like sell you some more money, a uh, hotel, whatever. Even if they're across town, they still need to pay you gas. Folks who do that are going to last longer in the business, but if they are not trying to do that, they're not going to last long. Mm-hmm. And it was scary telling people, no, I couldn't do it. Like, are you going to help me? They told me like, no, it was, I was like, no, what if I'm missing this? But no, they're not going to last. And it's okay. And that's why I say I talk about them in, in my podcast. Like, hey, listen, I'm letting y'all know they did this to me. They're going to do it to you. But mm-hmm. it's the truth. Like, you got to know your worth. And then on top of that, we live in a tech technological age where it's so advanced. Why are people not doing Zoom, Skype, Zencaster, like some something in that realm? Or phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? That's why you got an 850 credit score because you actually have a virtual way of doing things i I, you know just continue to speak the 850 credit score (laughs) man you know credit is one of those things man like as soon as you turn 18 credit card companies like this happy birthday sign up with us to ruin your life and that's exactly what happened and i'm I'm, that's why i'm trying to get that i'm trying to get it together because i'm gonna give you a secret to how to work with your credit pay your credit card off 15 pay that remainder balance off 15 days before the due date still mm-hmm. use your credit card mm-hmm. and then after the due date once the due date comes approaches like three days before pay it off again and mm-hmm. don't use your credit card until three days later after it has processed so like the third of every month start using your credit card again okay and that's how that's why my credit has has shot up i think it's like at seven oh five right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i can actually keep it real i typically i say 785 or or, or or you know 800 but i'm keep i'm being honest yeah you know? it's it's gonna get it's gonna get higher it is but that that can definitely help don't don't that like it will it tricks the system it will boost your credit up okay so yeah okay. pay it 15 days before and then three days before the actual due date again pay it off again and then like you know wait two or three days and then use your credit card in the meantime use your debit card do other little stuff like that yeah. you know but 
um that's that's the best way i can do because i'm when i went to college man it messed my credit up yeah no yeah that's what happened to me too it's okay you know <laughs> gotta pay for education that's why i'm, I'm gonna move like to amsterdam it's free over there <clears throat> you know be nice. beautiful yeah it'd be nice i say i make fun of everybody except if you got like uh like a disability or whatever but i actually came across like a birth defect i actually came across a couple people who have um cerebral palsy and they have to be like the two people i came across they their wheelchair confined and i told one of them and one of them liked my joke the other one didn't but it's okay you ain't gonna get everybody so i said listen when i have my comedy show just roll roll to uh we can i can roll in your wheelchair with you roll to my pro- comedy performance and he laughed the other one hmm, he smirked <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> the other one just smirked. i'm like bro that's funny roll on to my comedy show that's it that's all i said i'm not how, again. how do you like okay so yeah your comedy is like it is it's edgy it's edgy in that it's like it could offend a lot of people. I'm, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna do racist jokes. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna yeah. do a black racist joke. I'm gonna do a white racist joke, an Asian racist joke, and a Mexican racist joke. Okay. Um, if your if your heart's ever broken, t- broken, take it to a Mexican. They'll fix anything. That's one. For all the ones that say that white folks can't cook, have you tried their meth? That's two. <laughs> Asian people watch everything in the store except those expiration dates. That's three. Um, you know, you know why um, so many black folks are good at basketball and football because they know how to run, shoot, and steal. All right, that's terrible. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 how do you how do you stay like committed to just because some people like some people for me, I would I would be like, oh my god, like that's offensive. Like, how do you just like do it? Like, what? Yeah, because I learned people gonna stop talking to you whether you. you let me tell you something, man. and that's why I, I try not to respond to negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, people will stop talking to you whether you're doing something good or something bad. Like you mm-hmm. don't have to do nothing at all. People are gonna un- unfollow you. You ever thought you had a? You ever thought you was having a good conversation with someone, and then you find out that they was offended the entire time after the conversation was over? Mm-hmm. You ever thought that you you was cool with somebody, and then you like, oh, I haven't heard from them in a while. You go check their page, unfollow, well, add, add friend. What? So. I, I had um when I had caught COVID and then you know what's crazy right I went to the hospital and I had to get a uh, test and they said you don't even have COVID while I was spitting up and diarrhea and all oh that mess I, I had the symptoms but they said I didn't have it and I, that's a whole I'm a, I'm a theorist a, a very woke theorist I, I can't I don't say conspiracy theorist anymore but I'm a very woke theorist and I could go into a whole topic about this, but I'm not going to, cause I can, I will piss people off and then they will have pitchforks outside your house. Cause you had me on. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but I had, I had one person say, well, maybe if you wouldn't talk about people when you like secretly record people, when they look bad in public, you would have never got COVID. And I'm like, <laughs> how does that Okay. <laughs> Okay. You know, you know, and and so I'm like, I said, oh, okay, and I said something back, but I'm like, Kendra, stop responding to negativity. And I think the only reason I did that was because I don't get negativity. So when I do get that, I try to go back and forth from debate. And then what I'll do is I'll send my henchmen to people's page and underneath the comments. But then I'm like, bro, they're gonna still go back and forth. So. I have to remind myself, do not go back and forth with negativity. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay not to do it because they still watching your page, which means they're still supporting my BS that I post. 
at the end of the day, they still are. Because I could tell them, why don't you just unfollow? But then that means I'm one less unfollow. No, no, just keep watching it. I like, thank you for having the seven. Because I'm like, if you unfollow, that means I'm back to 699,000 followers. No, I want that 700,000. I want that one extra followers. I can have 700,000, you know? (laughs) But you know what? Like I said, it's, to me, it like you said, doesn't make any sense. I learned no matter what you do in life, you can do everything right or you can do everything wrong. And then life still happens to you. You know, like it, it doesn't matter what you do. Like I can, I can, my immune system, I make sure I take my vitamins. I take, um, I eat very healthy. Like after we get off this call, I'm, I'm going to go eat some bean soup. I, I'm excited to have bean soup. I'm excited, like very healthy fiber, all that. Drink a lot of water. I, I try to get as much sleep as I can, mm-hmm. you know, but I'll still get, get sick because mm. I work, I work around a lot of germy ass people. Mm. So, mm. so again, it, it doesn't matter. Like I can, I can, you know, cause I used to sit here and think, cause I grew up in an evangelistic household. So I used to sit here and think that, okay, well, you know, you're taught in the church that if you do good, it's going to come back to you. That's why one day I aspire to be a minister now, I might not go to, I'm tired, you know, once I graduate with my PhD in child psychology, I'm not going back to school. So I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a minister without actually like getting my degree, but y'all can still show up and, you know, cause I feel like we're all ministers in our own way. Do you actually really need a degree for that? I, I've had a, gotten like more of the word mm-hmm. from, from folks who weren't ordained ministers mm-hmm. and then people who actually were, and I felt the, the, the spirit move through me. And speaking of that, I'd be wondering, like, I wonder, does like Jesus want to know, like, what y'all be wanting when y'all call his name when y'all have sex? Like, what y'all be wanting? <laughs> on that note, let's end it out on there. <laughs> yes, that's a great way to end. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me so much.